Recently, my wife's grandmother passed away. And I got to experience a Spanish funeral. And I thought, I'd like to share with you a cultural lesson about what a typical American funeral usually looks like. That's what we're going to talk about in this episode and look at vocabulary and expressions to help you become a better English speaker and more cultured. Because this isn't just English, it's more than English. Let's go. Hey there, English speakers. Jesse here from Sweet Academy, helping you get to the next level in English and in life. And I'm flying solo today. No guest or anything. That means I'm here by myself. We're going to have another great episode of the More Than English podcast. And I'm going to teach you some useful expressions. If you're watching this on iTunes or wherever you're watching this, Click the subscribe button if you like it, and that way you'll be notified every time we have a new episode. If you don't like it, then please send me a message and tell me why, because I'm always trying to make this better, right? That's what we're trying to do, aren't we? We're trying to make it better. So today, I kind of want to talk to you about kind of a cultural lesson, kind of a cultural... Well, yeah, a cultural lesson, and it's about funerals. You see, last week, my wife's grandmother passed away. My wife's grandmother passed away. That means she died. We normally say passed away. To pass away is a nicer way to say somebody died. What do you say in your country, in your language, about when somebody dies? Do you have an easier way to say it? Well, that's what that is. So, my wife's grandmother passed away. And I got the opportunity, (laughs) I guess you could say that. Maybe I shouldn't have used those words. But I had the opportunity to go and, and see a Spanish funeral. Because, as you know, if you've been listening to this, I'm living in Spain. So, I got the chance to see a Spanish funeral, which... um. I noticed is a little different, has some similarities, of course, to American funerals, but it was very different too. Also, I when I was in Korea, I got the chance to go to a funeral. My coaches, my MMA coaches, grandmother died. So, so I got to experience a Korean funeral too. And it was very interesting to see how all three of them are different and the similarities. But I'm going to share with you our process in the United States, what a typical funeral looks like. Of course, it depends on, you know, a Catholic funeral might look a little different than a non-religious person's funeral. But I'm going to just share with you the big picture that's generally in all of them. And learn some vocabulary while we're at it. How about that? But, so, the first thing the that surprised me about the Spanish funeral is that it happened the day after she died. 
right? The day, the next day was the funeral. Uh, and that doesn't typically happen in the United States. It's usually at least three or four days later, if not the next week. And we typically get an invitation and go to a funeral home. Usually the funeral and the viewing happen in a funeral home. So first comes the viewing. We call it a viewing. The viewing is the um, the time when people come and visit their family and pay their last respects is what we call it. Pay their last respects. So they come to the funeral home it might be in some houses, but usually not. Usually it's a funeral home. I know on TV it happens in the house of the person a lot of the time, but in real life it doesn't normally, right? So they go to the funeral home and there's the casket if the person's being buried. If they're not, there's a picture of them and maybe the urn. And it's kind of like a social time. People can come and tell the family, I'm sorry, you know, I, I'm so sorry for your loss, which is the very appropriate thing to say, by the way, in English. I'm so sorry for your loss, or I'm sorry for your loss. That's all. That's plenty. That is perfect. But... So we come and have a social time and then we sit down and typically the religious leader in that person's religion goes and says a few words, right? They give a short message. By the way, what I mean by that is if the person was Jewish, they'd have a rabbi come. If the person is Protestant, they'd have a pastor come or have the... The, the official running the funeral home say some words. If they're Catholic, they'll have the priest come. If you're Muslim, you'll have your religious leader. I'm sorry I forget what that person is called. Actually, please let me know in the comments below. What's the, the head person for Muslims called? Anyway, so they'll come up. And then something we do is all of the people who are visiting you have the opportunity to go up in at the microphone and say a few words. Say, oh, he was a very kind person. She was a kind soul to me because... And then you'd share a story maybe. Of course, you don't have to. It's, you know, completely voluntary. It's called an open mic, right? They have an open mic. And if you feel like you want to say some few words, say a few words, say some final words then you'd go up and say some final words and sit down. And then another person might go up and that might last 10 minutes or so. And that's the viewing. That's what we call the viewing. That ceremony is what we call the viewing. So then they'll take a group of people, usually six men in the family, will carry the casket out of the funeral home and put it into a hearse. A hearse is really the car to hold the casket. Right. And then everyone will drive to the gravesite. And that's what we technically call the funeral. The entire the entire day is called a funeral, like the entire event. But if you're going to separate them in the funeral home was the viewing. Then we're going to the funeral at the gravesite. Right. This is at the gravesite. 
and how we get there because, you know, the United States is usually so spread out. Everything is spread out. So we go in a kind of a procession. So all of the cars are lined up in a line, uh, one behind the other. And we normally have a flag to put on the hood of the car, the front of the car. And we turn our lights on as we're driving down the street. So that way, all of the other cars will know that it's a funeral procession and uh, they kind of have the right of way. They kind of can go first. They don't always have to stop at stop signs and red lights, right? They generally have priority on the roads. So then they drive to the gravesite. The religious person, the official, will say a few more words and everyone will say the goodbyes. Then after that, typically, especially the closer family, will go back to normally somebody's house, a close relative's house, and, you know, have lunch, have dinner, talk. You know, it's kind of like a family reunion in many ways, right? So that's, uh, that's what a funeral day looks like in the United States. What does a funeral look like in your country? or in your culture? What does a typical funeral look like? What's the procedure? That's a good homework assignment if you'd like to do homework and share it with me in a class. Or become a premium member and sign up for a free open, hour, open hours class that can be shown on YouTube. I tried to explain some of the, the words to help the story, some of the expressions along the way, but there were some expressions that I said that maybe you didn't catch, maybe you did, but let's go now and look at these expressions and what they mean. We're going to review those expressions and how to use them and how to pronounce them right now. Okay, great. So now I'd like to go over some expressions that we've discussed and that I talked about throughout the episode. Along the way, some vocabulary that I was sure was probably new to you, I explained a little bit. We're going to go a little deeper here and explain some other expressions and vocabulary. So the first one is flying solo. I said that right in the beginning. I'm flying solo today. You may have guessed what it means. It means that I have no guest, no other person. It was only me. Only me. When you're doing something by yourself, you're flying solo. And it's typically to contrast from something else, right? So if you normally have a partner and they're not in today, then you're flying solo today. It's normally a temporary expression. Flying solo. Next, to pass away. To pass away is an easier way to say somebody has died. Sometimes when we say somebody died, that word can sound a little harsh. It can sound a little rough. But if we say they passed away, it sounds a little lighter, right? To pass away. Typically, if we're saying it in the past tense, then we say passed away, past, past with a T sound, past, kind of like past tense, right? The same pronunciation as P-A-S-T, 
It's the same pronunciation, but P-A-S-S-E-D. Passed away. She passed away. He passed away. Passed away. And you blend those sounds together. Practice along with me there. Passed away. Next, to get the opportunity to do something, I said this about the funeral. Maybe to get the opportunity isn't the exact correct word, but it kind of was because it, it's a cultural, you know, it's a different experience, right? But to get the opportunity to do something, also it means to get the chance to do something. Those mean more or less the same thing, right? You can do something, experience something. Right. And in the in the episode, I said I got the opportunity to experience a Spanish funeral. I got the opportunity. Next, I said what a Spanish funeral looks like. I want to tell you what an American funeral looks like, what a blah, blah, blah looks like. That's a way to just say you're going to explain the way something is done. Right? I'm going to share with you what a typical American funeral looks like. And I also said a Catholic funeral might look like, might look a bit different than a non religious funeral. Right? Might look, might seem, might be a little different. But look like is another way you can say that. Another way you can say this is for the weather. It looks like rain today. It looks like rain today. It looks like it will rain. It seems like it will rain. Next, the big picture. The big picture is, well, just the general idea of something, right? The big idea about something. I said, of course, it depends on many things, what different funerals look like, their religion, their beliefs, their money, their status, but... We're going to look at the big picture in general. That's what I said. The big picture. Use that in your speaking. Next, I said, it usually happens a few days later, if not the following week. And we use if not, it's when you have two options, right? And something could be one option or the other option, right? It was last week, if not the week before, right? It is A, if not A plus, right there. It's normally when you're not sure, but you're close and it's to say that something is close to what you're guessing, right? Uh, I think the person is 34, if not 35, Right, So it's similar, and you're just kind of giving yourself another option. Now I want to share some expressions and vocabulary about our funeral. So first I said the funeral home. That's typically where the funeral happens, where people come and they have the ceremony. Right, They come here. Sometimes it's in a church too, but we're talking about the funeral home. They come, see the casket, which I said casket down a little bit further below. If you're on sweetacademy.com slash podcast, if you're watching this there, then go below a few words and you'll see casket. The casket is the box where the dead body is. But 
The casket is at the funeral home. That's where the service happens. The viewing happens there, which is the next word. The viewing, the viewing is the time, the ceremony when people come to the funeral home and pay their last respects. Which pay your last respects, go down a few words, and there's to pay your last respects. It's to say your last goodbye and to say you're sorry to the family, right? And by the way, if you're unsure of what to say to somebody who has recently lost somebody, the only thing to say is, I'm sorry for your loss. Or, I'm so sorry for your loss. That's all. You don't need to say anything else. In fact, don't say anything else. And never say, I know how you feel. Next, and the... The funeral is similar to the viewing, but the funeral, well, the funeral is the entire day, like I said in the episode, but more specifically, it's like at the gravesite, right? And the gravesite is where they're going to bury the body, the gravesite. And another thing that you can do is you can say a few words. When you say a few words, you say some sentimental things, right? You share a memory. This happens, you can say a few words at a funeral, at a wedding, at a birthday, at a special dinner, whatever. It's to say some sentimental things or share some memories, something like that. Okay, how about you? Did you pick up on any pickup? There's a phrasal verb. That's actually in my phrasal verb course. But did you pick up on any other expressions or vocabulary that I said? If so, let me know in the comments or at Sweet Academy. Also, if you are not a premium member yet, we have some fantastic work, complete courses. I have two IELTS courses, one on speaking, one on IELTS essay writing, and a phrasal verb course, a projects course to help your fluency. I'm adding courses and lessons and video lessons all the time. I'm really doing a lot of work. We're doing a lot of work to build Sweet Academy more and more. So become a premium member and get discounted one-on-one -on -one classes. And you have access to our open hours, which I'm super excited about because with our open hours, you know at university when your professor is in the office and you can come ask him questions or practice whatever or just visit him and he's in his office that's what this is when i'm in my office i have office hours when i'm in my office you can sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one class as a premium member you get a free class included and these are le the lessons that you see on my youtube channel youtube.com sweet academy these are from the open office hours classes, and they're fantastic. People are loving these, so that's a big bonus for premium membership. So sweetacademy.com, check it out, and you can also get PDF downloads of all of these worksheets to go along with the More Than English podcast. Super excited about that. Anyway, thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. You guys are the best. Um, I love this podcast format. I'm so happy I did it. How about you? Are you enjoying these?
let me know in the comments below and let me know if you if you enjoy the the interviews i enjoy interviewing people that have learned english or other languages and and learning from their journeys that's really exciting so i have a lot of interesting stuff if you haven't clicked the subscribe button do that so you can have each episode come directly to your phone or pot or computer or ipad or anything anyway I'm out of here. Do something good for somebody before they can do it for you. That is paying it forward. Be good or be good at it. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.